0: wings for the game boom cash back new lucky jersey boom cash back even a last minute ice run can score you some cash back when you use your debit card and yes we said debit card with discover Cashback debit everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases look in sports it's hard to predict who's taking a w but you know what's guaranteed to win discover Cashback debit oh and did i mention there are no fees period i'm telling you this one is a game changer Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit, Discover Bank, member FDIC.
2: Hello and welcome to Front and Nationwide. This is the Athletics dedicated Blue Jackets podcast. Aaron Portzine with you. We've got a very special edition of Front and Nationwide here to wrap up the regular season. We're going to stay at it. We're not going anywhere, but uh, to put a bow on this uh, Blue Jackets regular season, two games left. Uh, We thought we'd bring in John Davidson, president of hockey operations for the Blue Jackets. He'll be our guest for a wide-ranging interview that Looks closely at the season uh, that the Blue Jackets have just about put together, but also into the crystal ball of what might lie ahead for the Blue Jackets this offseason and into the future. Um, We'll get to J.D. in just a couple of minutes. First, some news and notes regarding your Blue Jackets. The Two games left in the season, as I said, home against Tampa Bay on Thursday. That's the home finale. And then they go to Friday. Uh, sorry, they go Friday to Pittsburgh, a, a back-to-back, and not an easy one. Uh, as they limp their way to the finish line, the Blue Jackets have some injuries, as you know. Boone Jenner out since March 11th with a back injury. I think people have sort of figured this out, uh, but the club made it official earlier this week that he is done for the season, um, and that's a shame because Boone Jenner was having a really good season. Uh, not just as the captain, but really an impactful offensive player. Who would have thought among you, be honest now, that Boone Jenner could center Patrick Line a and bring Patrick a this game back to Patrick Line a type uh, expectations again? That was a real surprise for me. Uh, credit to both of them for making it happen. Uh, they looked pretty good together for big parts of the season, but he has been shut down. It only makes sense. What we're hearing is that surgery is not forecasted, uh, but that and there has been improvement, which is a good sign. Uh, but just nobody involved, nobody in Jenner's camp or the Blue Jackets feels like there's any reason to push right now and play games. Uh, Sean Corrali, who had a, I think by all accounts, a fantastic first season in columbus after signing a four-year free agent contract with his hometown team he is done for the season as well broken toe uh this is a guy corrali that about maybe 10 days ago was hopeful of of playing every game and was on his way to it and then boom he gets covid now he's got this so he is done for the season uh if you've watched the blue jackets this season you know jenner and corrali Wow, not top six centers by most people's measure, but they are a they were a very important part of this team and played those roles uh, at times. So huge task now in these last couple of games, and maybe it's a silver lining. To, you get Cole Sillinger experience that he might not otherwise have. You let Jack Roslevic uh, bring on home what has been a really strong finish to the season for him. Had a beautiful no-look pass last night on the power play goal. Goal to Oliver Bjorkstrand. Um, not sure where it stands with Lina. He's missed recent games with an upper body injury uh, and the flu. His status for the final two games, unknown. And many of you have asked about Alexander Texier, of course, has been away from this team for, for a few months now. First with the broken finger. Uh, after that, for personal reasons, the team has given him all of the space that he wants. Uh, we've given him that space too. I mean, it's our job to sort of, stay uh, uh, on top of these things. But, you know, you want to be respectful, and I think we have been for the most part. I spoke to his agent a couple times over the last few weeks um, wondering if he wants to say anything, if Boone wants to, er, sorry, if uh, Texier wants to say anything. Um, And in his conversation with Texier the other night, he got back to me today and said that Texier does not want to say uh, anything, does not want to speak to anybody or the media right now, Uh, so we go on. I, I don't, I don't think people are wise to read into the situation more than is there. Um, but it is a concern and I, and I get the concern. It's just uncertainty. Um, I think more than anything, people want to know that he is well, this is a young player, uh, who had such a explosive arrival in the NHL this season. His first couple of years, you wondered when it was going to happen. The answer was 2021, 22, um because he was for a long stretch the blue jackets best player certainly one of their best players so um our concern and our hope is that alexander texier as well his hockey career is secondary but it would be great too if he could get himself into a wonderful place where he can continue to pursue his nhl dreams but uh but that is a secondary concern i would say at this point um so good luck to him and let's get to john davidson Um, J.D., of course, is a huge part of this organization, um, came here back in, in 2012 when things really started to take off, left, I don't need to tell you, things kind of fell apart in those two years, and I think you start to see the direction of the club, uh, going in a, in a really, really strong direction since they've defined a path here to reset this organization shortly after his return. Um so let's get to John Davidson. Uh, we we'll get to a lot of interesting things here. Uh he's always interesting to listen to and uh we'll see what's going on uh with him. So so thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you on the other side. Okay, joined now by Blue Jackets President of Hockey Operations John Davidson. Uh JD, thanks for being with us. Really appreciate it. Anytime, Cordy. How are you? Yeah, doing well, doing well. It's uh it's 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 beautiful out. It starts to feel like springtime. You start thinking Playoff hockey, but you realize the situation. I think all in all, it's been a pretty positive situation in Columbus. Let me start with this because, and this is not Blue Jackets related, but this is very much hockey related. Um, the the recent passing of two NHL legends, guys you knew and knew well, both as opponents, um, but also had the utmost respect of them as people, Mike Bossy and Guy Lafleur. Um, your thoughts on those two gentlemen real quickly and anything you'd like to say about them and their great lives and careers? Yeah, I think the first thing Portie, is
3: how young they were. Um, yeah. To be taken away at such a young age is, is it's tough. It really is when you really think about it, and it makes a lot of people like myself realize that uh, this is this is real. Enjoy yeah. life the best you can. Take care yeah. of, of who's around you and, and enjoy it. But getting into to Mike, Mike was a great player, obviously. Um, he was great to play against because all he did was well. Both of them, all he did was play. You could in those days. Uh, the game is great today. It's fast. It's um, it's talented. It's deep. But back then, it was a way tougher, way 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 meaner. And for for goal scorers, you got really beat up. Yeah. And uh, for both of these players, for what they went through and to score the way they did, it, it's a it's a real marvelous achievement. LeFleur to me was more of a player that, that, well, they both did. They raced down the, the walls, down the wing, big slap shots, or, or being highly intelligent, how quickly they could get their release off, et cetera. Just um, two players that really understood how to do what they did, and both players, major parts of uh, huge Stanley Cup winning hockey clubs. And then when right. you take their personalities off the ice, getting to know them. Both strong-willed, very, very opinionated, which was good. Uh, in, a, in an era, where there wasn't a lot of uh, of, of, of opinions. And um, and both carried themselves with a sense of class and dignity that was special. So to be able to play against both of them, I, I, I'm happy I was able to do that. To play against them as, as real pros, in other words, the forward, the goal scorer against the goalie, yeah. it, it was a special time. It really was. So I... I Wish both their families all the best. The two wonderful
2: hockey players, have been two wonderful people. Yeah, well, condolences to you and all who, who called too. them them friends. They were yeah. uh, to many us, many of us, great great players. But to some of you, were lucky, of course, to, to know them personally. Um, let's get to the Blue Jackets now. This season is not over yet, so I don't want to talk in past tense just yet. But I I, I think on the whole, and we just did a Blue Jackets fan survey. I think most people, certainly the respondents, agreed this has overall been. A very positive season given the process that everybody knew you were under taking. And I think some would even say you overachieved a bit. What are your thoughts as this thing comes near the finish line on what this season, it was a lot of questions asked and a lot of answers provided. What do you think of this, this season as a whole, if you have to step back and look at it?
3: It was a great learning experience. I think for a lot of the players and coaching staff, I thought that we had, a lot of good moments, very special moments. And then there was a period of time where we where we were stuck in a pothole. Yeah. But we climbed out. And we climbed out. And I think as a team, um, I, and I was saying this to Brad Larson, uh, the the culture for me, for me coming in, I was away a couple of seasons. Yep. The culture for me is getting to where I like it. And I, I think it's something that when we, we see people like, Boone Jenner and Zach Wierenski, uh, amongst others, carry the team, though, with leadership. And then we see young players. An example, I think, would be uh, primarily uh, Cole Sillinger. Um, Blankenberg, the way he's come in. Johnson, the way he's come in. They're they're young guys, but you can see they respect the game. And I think when you start putting all that together and making sure, even though we know we're out of the playoffs, to play the game the right way. Now, we, we go out west. And we lose three games out in California, but each one was by one goal. Uh, tough starts in games, battled back real hard, but didn't get blown out or anything like that. No. We've, 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 like many other teams, have had more than our share of injuries, et cetera, yet, yet they, they battle hard. So I think when we try to assess this thing and try to be honest, I like the majority of stuff that happened when you're in, as you mentioned, the process of trying to become a better team. But there is needs. One of the, for sure, is the goals against has to change. I mean, yeah, no good. We, you can't be in the, in the bottom five in goals against and expect to be a playoff team. It's not going right. to work. But knowing our club going into the season, we knew there would be some deficiencies. I think that's become very obvious. But there's been a lot of good things to uh, to uh, hang your hat on.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's fascinating to me. You, you still have a chance here to to be the f- team that scores the most goals as a fr- as for this franchise, and yeah. allows the most goals. So we're talking high event <laughs> hockey here, Um, yeah. if you will. Not boring, <laughs> yeah, not at all. And yeah, I think yeah. that was what some people may have expected this year. Um, it's got to be difficult, and, and you know, you take Seth Jones out, you take David Savard out. I think you know there's going to be a lot of uncertainty on on the back end, but I'm not sure it's just the back end, is it also your forwards? Is it the goaltending? How do you discern what it is that needs to, probably all, all of it is the answer, but what needs to be sharpened or fixed or um, tweaked to get that goals against number down? You're, you're close to three. I mean, you've set a franchise record there. Like I said, it's too high. It's got to come down. What's the path to that? Do you know yet? I think it's a little bit of everything like you mentioned. I think
3: we we've addressed it with uh, as management. Yarmo's is uh, the conduit with Cakaline uh, and our GM with sure. the coaching staff, and um, you know we talk about systems, talk about this, talk about that, and and I think our team has gotten better with uh, the system play in their own zone, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and 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 uh, you can see I think with playing Elvis in goal as much as he has down the stretch, which is healthy for him, and he needed to do it um next season we might be in a playoff hunt down the stretch and we're going to need a yep. goalie to play most of the games and then if we happen to get into the playoffs we need a goalie that can play the majority of the games so elvis has never done this before so this has been a a real test for him and and he's done pretty well with it so and, and i think with that being said uh we're also seeing his save percentage and goals against getting better as we mm-hmm. and i know it's not playoff hockey but we we i think have played Better defensively, um, at least in, in in recent times, and that is a combination of the goaltending being good. It's a combination of the team itself understanding how to play in their own zone um, when you play a man on man system, and yeah. and it being a very young team when you when you when you play in better scoring chances the last two periods, the uh, the other team does score. Tampa scores, but They've been together so long. They've got so many quality scores. They can do that uh, for us. We're learning to defend teams like that, and I think we'll be better for it going into next season. And I think uh, we also know that we have to look at things: is it the defense? Is it the forwards? Is it the forwards not coming back the way they should come back? All that thing. All of those things have to be looked at without question. Is it size? Is it this? Is uh, is it face offs? What is it? Or is it a little bit of everything? But we'll study that and get to it.
0: Wings for the game. Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey. Boom, cash back. Even a last minute ice run can score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look, in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking a W, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover bank member FDIC.
2: Yeah. Let me keep you there on, on Elvis if you can. I think goaltenders see goaltenders through their own unique sort of prism. Uh, and yourself, of course, as a former netminder, what do you see when you see when you look at Elvis Mirslickens his game his personality all of the the whole package.
3: Yeah, he's he's an interesting individual and I, and I like his
2: personality. I just
3: think that as you mature in this game at the NHL level, you'll learn to to um I I don't know if control the emotions is the right wording or control your energy level where you're not wasting energy on things. And he's uh he's an a- Personality, he's got uh, fast twitch the way he thinks and plays, mm-hmm. which is a lot of that's really good. But sometimes when hey, calm down a little bit, everything's going to be okay. Remember, it's not just it, you know, there's a lot of hockey here, and and I think he's really come a long way with that. I was talking to Manny Legacy, the goalie coach, about it. We really feel strong that uh, the coaching staff, you know, a goalie coach can talk to the goalie a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you get the head coach involved or whomever involved. It's a different voice. Everybody hears it, and 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 everybody grows from it. So I, I think that when you see Elvis and you see how um, his ability is, and he's got ability, he's got the right body for it, yeah. but he he's still a learning goaltender regarding the NHL, and I think he's come a long way, especially in the second half of this season.
2: Yeah. His best play has been down this stretch here where he's been used and played like never before, really. I mean, yeah. his numbers yeah. are pretty impressive over the last month or so. And that's what I mean by by playing and learning and not worrying
3: and just not thinking. Just get yourself in the mode. You're an NHL goalie. You want to be a starter. You're going to play a lot. Just get yourself ready. Play. Finish the game off. Get yourself ready and play again. And and not worry about. Um, and I'm not saying he is, but you don't you you don't need to worry about every single little thing that's going on. You just yeah. play the game. And right. uh, I mean, I I retired at 29 because of injuries, but I will say. When I was 29 in my last training camp, I had figured out a lot of stuff, <laughs> right It was a little late, but I figured it out and uh, and that's just how it works and, yeah. and he's gone through that now it's been a I, I think that when you see our team and you want to hang, hang your hat off of, or, or hang your hat on the wall on things you've accomplished, that may be one of the key ones. The fact mm-hmm. that Elvis was able to play a lot of hockey, which toughens a person up, and uh, he's done pretty well with it.
2: yeah, yeah. Um, Brad Larson, first year as head coach. He's been around the organization for a long, long time. So I find myself even forgetting that this is his first year. But it's different when you're in that in that big seat, when you're the guy making the decisions, not the top assistant anymore. What do you make of his performance in his first year uh as head coach of the Blue Jackets? Um, I remember the the just when the news came out last year, there were lots of people who wondered, who wanted a complete different change, a whole new voice, thinking thinking this was more of, of the previous coaching or just an extension. They wanted something entirely new. I think a lot of those people have come around, uh, yeah. and I think the results speak for themselves. But your opinion of Brad Larson in his first year? Well, I, I think that, to be frank with you, when I first came back to the Blue Jackets
3: after uh, – after leaving the Rangers, the coaching search had begun. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 so I come into the pitcher, and it's, a lot of it had already been done, the legwork. And I said, well, 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 let's let's just not leave any rock unturned. And I, I kind of made everybody go through the process again, including uh, Brad Larson. And Yarmo uh, had told me that everything, uh, and you heard about it, the Lars bar, in other words, the bar was yeah. set with Brad Larson there, nobody was above it. And and uh, it was true. By the time we got finished, everything, all everything pointed in that direction, and that also included the leadership uh, players on the on the team, where they had a chance for something completely new too. And so we decided, and, and good for Yarmul and Brad, and Brad stole himself, and away we went. And he he built a staff, of course, um, getting uh, Pascal Vincent from from uh, Winnipeg. I think has been very helpful. He's a, he's a He's not a, um, he, he, he just works. He gets it. And I think he's been a good sounding board for Lars, Lars and, uh, Yarmul, you have to have a relationship with a GM coach. And I think that's been pretty strong. And, and, and you know, the other thing, one of the the first things that happened, I, I was at home in New York when I still was living at that home and the phone rang in the middle of the night. And that's when, uh, Kibbe well, right. unfortunately passed away, the goalie. And, uh, My gosh, I mean, just everything, just, it was, it was just, and you needed some leadership. And Brad Larson jumped in his car and drove to uh, Detroit uh, and and spent time with everybody that was involved. I mean, that's the leadership that that you need. I mean, he just got up in the morning, jumped in his car and drove to Detroit. And he was hands-on with everybody. And he has a special way about himself when it comes to those things. And I think with his, his honesty and his compassion, his hockey knowledge, um, you don't see panic on the bench. Uh, I, I just think it's been a plus. It really has, and good on him. Again, I, I, you know, in, in my discussions with him, um, we're not a playoff team. He has this gut feeling and that he's overly excited about our future. He just senses it, feels it, as do I, as does Jarmo, as does Rick Nash and others, Basil McRae and Josh Flynn. We feel strong about uh, where we're going. The, the biggest thing is, um, it's the old story, even as a hockey player, play fast, but don't be in a rush. Yeah. In, other words, in other words, work your tail off, but don't be crazy by rushing. Yeah. So we're going to continue to try to do things properly
2: here. And then, and then when we become what we want to become, we can take a run at it for for a long time. Yeah, and I think just if, just watching this team, and this for me, this is a a real measure of a coach too. This team has played its ass off.
3: Yeah, like yeah.
2: it's it's not good yeah. enough some nights, and everybody realizes that. But they play their asses off, and they have for probably the last three and a half months, with very very rare exception. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And, and I mean, I'll even take a Patrick
3: Lyon. I I think that the Lars. And Patrick' relationship is very strong. Yeah. There's a great yeah. deal of trust, and we saw Patrick come a long way when he was uh, healthy and on during the during the season. You can see for me at least when I see him on his on his game, and he starts up ice. The fans at home, they just, you can see, you can just feel it that they're yeah. getting excited right. as he's going down the ice. You don't find many players like that. Jake Voracek comes here, and uh, he hasn't scored a lot of goals, but my lord, has he ever set up a number of? Yeah, a huge yeah. number. And, and and he likes it here. There's um, there's ways management can get feel temperature of the organization regarding players and their want to be here. To see Corrali come in and play as well as he has, for me, yeah. is a big bonus. Yeah. Roslovic has has become a hockey player. That's just all it is. When he he had his big 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 turnover in Calgary, it yeah. was Roslovic well. and Brad Larson that got together. And 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 Jack was almost in tears because of the turnover. And uh, it wasn't long after that, he's killing penalties and now he's getting more ice. And he's yeah, right. a pretty good hockey player. Hey, so like we're it. seeing we're seeing those things. And then the other way you, you measure a lot of this stuff, you talk to trainers about the feel of the players and how they're treated. And 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 the wives, the wives and girlfriends, they love it here. I'm just telling you, because I I make sure that stuff gets checked out. So I, I think we're in a real good spot with the culture, with the players, and with their better halves, and and with their 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 team concept and how hard they work. Now, summer out of them. I mean, yeah. there's guys here that can get a whole lot stronger, and they, yeah. the only time you do that is during the offseason, right. and we're going to have a long one. So we're going to uh, uh, push and expect a lot from these players. Yeah.
2: One are the real eye-openers this year. I sort of think of, of Boone Jenner, I guess in this regard, in the same light as Brad Larson, where it's a guy you know well, but here's a new role for him this year. And you're never quite sure how a player is going to handle being captain. I mean, it it can be quite a burden for some guys. Mm-hmm. I, Boone Jenner puts the C on his sweater and was maybe a, more of a driver of play than he has ever been. And the, and the whole thought that that he couldn't play with line a well he played with line a better than just about any other center has uh, certainly in columbus um boone jenner had a fantastic season Uh, how how, a impressed were you by his season and b how big a concern is this is this back injury for a guy who plays as hard as he does Mm -hmm. um i mean that's not going to change if you know boone jenner how concerned are you long term about this? His back injury. I hear it's getting better. Surgery is yeah. not a consideration, so it's going in the right direction. But back injury is going to be so. tough. Yeah, very much so. Going in the right direction. I, I'm one of those guys that I'm a believer. If
3: especially with backs, try to uh, try to be um, be patient with it, get it better. And, and, but if it doesn't, then you got to do something because this is the profession profession that 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 uh, hockey players have. you got to be healthy. Yeah. So the doctors and, and and Boone and everybody else feels very comfortable where he is, so I'm not concerned about it at all. I think his uh, the C made him even better because he was ready for it. Yeah. Sometimes you can take and put a C on a young player that you know. I mean, how many times before you heard it, how many times did you hear that uh, Boone Jenner is here now? Well, he's a future captain. He's oh, a future yeah. captain. We heard it yeah. a thousand times. Wrote it a million but, times myself, yes. Yeah, but so timing's right to do it. Otherwise, it is a burden. And for him, he's a type of guy, uh, when you see him in the hallway or on the aircraft, in the hotel, whatever, he looks at you right in the eye and talks. Well, You know, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't walk by staring at his shoelaces or anything like that. No. He doesn't get intimidated with anything. He did well on face-offs. Um, I mean, even in the overtimes, we, you know, the team would yeah. start him and then he'd change. Um, I thought his skating pace picked up a stride. Uh, maybe it's because at the center ice position, you, you got to do a lot of skating. That's one thing you just have to do. And his compete level and his his one-on-ones, there, the battles, I mean, he's just there all the time. So he's the type of player that you love uh, to have on your club. And then when you put him into the leadership role and he even becomes better, that's pretty good stuff. So you, you certainly pencil. You pencil him in for for for
2: another terrific season next season, uh, yeah, along yeah. with some of the others for sure. Yeah, you mentioned Patrick Line too. I just I want to chat about him for just a second more yeah. too. We're in conversation with Blue Jacket's president of hockey operations, John Davidson. Um, you know, it was such a rough year for so many people last year. Line of was at the top of the heap, just he did not he looked lost. You wondered where it was going. And to me, this is one of the real positive stories of the season because it was—you mentioned fans going crazy just as he carried the puck up the ice. I mean, he—he's got the whole building's attention. He's one of the few players that that can generate that just by his presence. Um, he can—it—it it, it had to be reassuring to see him have that level of goal production that he did early in his career in Winnipeg. To be able to have it in a Blue Jackets sweater. And can you just talk about how the the whole view of that player, and really the trade that you made last year, uh, has changed over the course of this season?
3: Yeah, Yarmol Yarmo and the staff made the trade. Portian, and I think with both Laine getting um, getting himself acclimated to the team, to the city, the whole thing, and then to see him have production was very gratifying, and and the the improvement in the second half from Jack Roslovic, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff because if yeah. it goes the other way completely, then that's there's right. an issue. There's an issue. But um, in talking to Patrick and, and having the understanding from most people around him, he really likes Columbus, or just loves it, and really wants to be here. And there's been discussions, and, and I'm sure they'll continue And uh, with uh, – with everybody's busing, I'm sure he's going to be here with the Blue Jackets for a good period of time. Um, that that's important for us. Uh, I think that's something that I mean. There's there's no reason why it can't get done. So yeah. if a player wants to be here, we want him to be here. Then we got to make a deal. It's it's that simple. Um, but it's not that simple <laughs> as you, as you know. It should and then be. Again, yeah. With it, yeah. yeah. And then again with with Rozovic, having him find his game. Um, yeah. Yarmo, you know what's interesting about Jack is Yarmol's always liked him back to the days when Yarmol scout Sure. Yeah. He always liked him and um you know I've seen him play a lot but to see him now mature on the ice fewer giveaways uh, his skating ability with his edges and his quick turns and all that yeah. it's, it's it's really good. Now he's starting to shoot the puck. He's starting to do a lot of things. So you you see good stuff there. So yeah, I uh I, uh, I I see uh, Liony in particular, and he's going to have turnovers. All the great players do. I was in there sure. for a long period of time with Mark Messier, and he had turnovers. It's just what they do because they're willing to try plays.
2: So uh, so yeah, this is uh, this is interesting for sure. Yeah, and we again we mentioned Cole Sillinger, but I'm just I I keep thinking to myself throughout this whole season, what the hell were you doing at 18 years old? <laughs> i mean holy 18 years old right it's um the way that this kid carries himself the way he competes um just the way he's comported is is so impressive um i remember the moment you drafted him a good friend of mine a good friend of the program john butcher described cole Cylinder as being it was just like he was born to do it and i yeah, keep coming I think, back to that because yeah. it, it just seems like such so the perfect phrase um this kid's done nothing to dissuade that notion from you guys yeah. this season, eh? Right? Uh, he's getting
3: better and better. I, I turned pro at 19. I was with the Blues in St. Louis and I wasn't as mature as this kid. I wasn't even close. Yeah. And this kid's 18, not 19. Like I was. Eight, yeah. Uh, right. Um I, I think that, um, you know, the other night I was driving home after one of the games and there was an interview on the radio and it was one of our players talking about taking care of Blankenberg and, and Ken Johnson. And, he, geez, boy, he carried himself. I, I couldn't quite figure out who the heck it was. And yeah. it was Cylinger. Eighteen, And he was acting yeah. like he was 28 years of age. Right. 18. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite remarkable. But, you know, you can tell sometimes with people like him, it's the family upbringing. And a lot of people mentioned his dad. A lot of people mentioned his mom. And to have that and uh, doing things the right way, it sure gives you a good start. And then he's got a body that's not 18. He, he, his body's thick and is strong, yeah. right? He's been hit a couple of times. Remember, he got uh, blown up in, in oh Florida God. when yeah, Bennett yeah, got, ben got him, yeah. And then yeah. there was one last, was it last uh, against Tampa, where there was a big collision, and he didn't go down. He went back a step, but then he just kept going. And I watched that stuff to see how they, does that intimidate them? Does it hurt them? Does it do this or do that? This kid's just like a train. He just keeps going. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I, 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 I look at this, and I'm going, he's 18. I can hardly wait. Till he's 23 or 24. I want to see this. I want yeah, to right. see this. It's pretty
2: special. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and one more about this year's team before we move on to just a, a couple of questions about the future. When you look at this team play, and there's been a couple nights, difficult nights where physically yeah. this team has been overwhelmed. Um, and I, I think really what changed with this team is when they started, and this is Larson saying it, has said it a bunch of times too, the physical play picked up towards the end of January. Yeah. Uh, checks got finished. Hits were 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 followed through on more than they were during that stretch where things weren't really going your way at all. Um, but when you play that way, you're going to get pushback, and there have been some nights where the pushback has been to the point where maybe it was a little too much uh, for your team to handle. Or what is team. the yeah well, young team? But what it, is the need for toughness immediately? Toughness because you're going to be a young team next year too. Yeah, yeah. What's what's interesting there is in the first half of the season. I don't
3: know if it was even the half, but there was games where we had eight hits, 10 hits, 11 hits. Yes. Yeah, right. I mean, right. this, this just doesn't make sense. We, we've got to get people. I remember even myself as a goalie, we were uh, going into the playoffs one year. Jerry Cheevers was the goalie for Boston. Oh, yeah. Great basketball. And he said, Oh, we needed a win somewhere for the Rangers. And he says, Hey, listen, when you start the game, make sure you give somebody a good shove and a bang. And it's just, it'll start something that'll get, going he says <laughs> so that was his way of getting the adrenaline flow going right I always, i believe you if you gotta you're gonna play play hard did you see that hit the other night by uh by meyer when he hit Cash? oh my
2: god yes Mine On right yeah
3: yeah right. and, and going, then corrali uh, followed up yeah exactly yeah. right and i'm going this is just how you play the game yeah guys and, and some guys that aren't real big strong mean guys just bump people, knocks them off stride a little bit. It might make yeah. them mad. Um, that's just how it goes. So I, I think a couple of things. One is, and I saw Zach Wierenski interviewed at home after a period uh, one night, and he got mad and he says, we got to do this in the room. It, it's up to us. And, he, and he's right. It's It's up to us as management to supply more sides as we move along here. But it's also up to the players. To stand up for themselves now that game in minnesota they're a big team no question yeah. built for their playoffs and they ran us early but then did i mean we lost in overtime or was it the shoes it overtime yeah and yeah. and and our guys we stood right up to them and they actually spent too much time trying to run us so i i look at it i want more size i agree with that but you, you can't get carried away with it because sometimes you have to supply a lot of that intestinal fortitude yourselves yeah. Now, I know we have young people. We got to protect them as a team. But I, I don't think it, uh, I don't, I, I don't, I think we can get bigger and stronger, some of it with people we already have. And if we have to find somebody, we will. I watched a good portion of Calgary Nashville last night. Oof. That was old time hockey. There. Yeah,
2: yeah. And right. I
3: thoroughly enjoyed watching it. And I'm going to see if they play each other in the playoffs. That's almost a must watch. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I just know that you have to be built for it uh, as a team. For the long run and we've recognized that and we'll see what we can do to address it
2: yeah um looking ahead now christmas day for many blue jackets fan is may 10th yes uh it's when the nhl lottery is do you have a rabbit's foot jd or do you have a lucky charm or how do you go about? It? you've been through many of them yeah. you know, were you now forgive me i'm getting my ears crossed up were you in new york did you yeah you moved up with lafreniere from where was it 10 to 1
3: yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, we ended yeah. up one. What did yeah, you do? I, that? I, night I do night have something. You... I'm gonna. I, I remember I was when we ended up getting um, Bois at three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I was in the airport heading to Toronto for the lottery, and a fellow stopped me in the airport and he gave me a bill, a doctor, a dollar bill, and he said, "Here, put it in your pocket." And I did, and we did move Fantastic. up. So if we could have had one or two. It might even, who knows? But at least it worked. But I also have something from New York that I had that I'll keep in my pocket. I'd kind of like to, uh, yeah, no, it's Officer Stephen McDonald, who was recently passed. Yes. He was a, a great Rangers fan who was shot in the line of duty He was paralyzed. And uh, I have a photo of him that I keep all the time in his wheelchair. And uh, I'll keep that with me for sure. And see where it goes. You know, we have both Chicago's pick unless they're one. Or, yeah, we have Chicago's pick and ours. If Chicago gets one or two, it goes to them. Yeah. And then we get their pick next season. And you know what? Whatever it is, it is. Uh, and we're going to deal with it. Our scouts are out working their tails off. Uh, they're all over in Germany right now at the under 18. In fact, was are right. too. Uh, it's a great tournament, by the way. I've been watching quite a yeah. bit. Of, it's Oof. been fun to watch. Uh, U.S. team is very good. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, we'll find some more talent to add to our team, and uh, and looking forward, looking forward to getting uh, Texier back in. He was starting to really come. Chinikoff, I haven't seen him unleash a shot yet. Um, but he's got to learn this is a this is a league where you got to do things quicker, you know. And and Zach Wierenski has been banged up, we're going he's gonna come in healthy and hungry, and there's it, just some good stuff happening that uh, we got to pay attention to.
2: You you mentioned Texie yeah, I've been talking to his agent a bit. Tex doesn't want to say anything to the media. Doesn't want to talk to the media. Even make a statement. That's of course totally up to him. Can you shed any light on his situation? Are you sure he's going to be with you next fall? Is that your expectation? Well,
3: I, I, my expectation is yes. I'm talking to Yarl okay. and others. Uh, he's he's working hard. He's been on the ice. He's working out. He he needed uh, the break for a number of reasons. So that's that's his department. But. Uh, um, He's a player that really started to come, and then some circumstances led to him leaving, but uh, along with a broken finger. But, uh, yeah, I I really do look forward to seeing him come back. You know one other player we haven't mentioned? i got to mention, because this guy has really grown on me, and that's uh, Gavrikov. Yeah. Lordy, Lordy, this guy is a big moose who plays his tail off with a great sense of humor and and a great mood. Um, for a player around the others. He, of course, comes from Russia, so he's going through a lot. But his, um, his there's something about that guy that likes mm-hmm. playing the game, and he's another guy that likes Columbus a lot, too. A lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, cool. I hope he's here for a long time.
2: He's been great. Uh, can you say, do you want Chicago's pick this year or next? No, it doesn't matter to me. It just doesn't. If we get it,
3: we'll find another player. And The thing about that is, if it's if it's this year's pick, then we start developing that player even sooner. And yeah. it's also a situation where we're, um, and if it's next year, it's next year and it might even be one or two then next year. So absolutely. my my feeling is it's a, it's an all loot situation. The, the thing is that when you, when you build up assets in this business, you can maybe do something special with all your assets that you have. So, so we'll see where it all goes.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. John Davidson, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it enjoyed our party all the best to you thank yeah, you good conversation thank you we'll we'll see you over there at the rink soon you bet all right folks there you have it good conversation with john davidson um i thought it was pretty interesting some of the stuff we got into he's as optimistic as uh many of you all are i i i, I think that came through loud and clear um so yeah interesting stuff as i say we're going to keep at this we're going to keep uh As long as probably for at least the next month of the offseason where there's still some stuff percolating, And we know there's news coming in the next few days here. Uh, The Blue Jackets will clean out their lockers on Saturday, uh, the morning after the Pittsburgh game. So there'll be some news over the weekend as well. Um, So, yeah, stay tuned. and Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. Thanks to our producer, Danielle Lehman. And we'll talk to you all in a week. Thanks. Take care.